0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Of a man suspected of shoplifting,
1: I'm Kate Ryan. While Loudoun County inmate is suing the sheriff's office over a shower, I'm Mike Marilla.
0: In nearly half of the body camera videos reviewed, D.C. police failed to comply with policy. I'm Megan Cloherty.
1: We will visit Kiev one
2: year after the Russian invasion. It's 10 o'clock.
1: This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Navage.
3: I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. A wintry mix from the West Coast to the Midwest is heading Northeast. CBS's Jennifer Mayerly in Minneapolis says there is another storm behind it. Some truckers are hunkering down until the storm passes. Those who aren't have a message for motorists.
4: Stay away from the big rig. My mom always told me before I even start driving these trucks, stay away from the trucks, you know, because they can't feel you. It's like a little bump in the road.
3: The storm is expected to be so intense it could shut down parts of the interstate, including California's Grapevine and Cajon Pass. Due to the weather, almost 900,000 customers are without power in California, Michigan, Illinois, Wisconsin, and western New York, according to PowerOutage.us. The National Transportation Safety Board says its preliminary report into the toxic train derailment in eastern Ohio finds there was an overheated axle and a warning that came too late. The report comes on the same day that a federal official stopped in East Palestine. CBS's Skylar Henry reports.
1: Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg got his first look at the charred remains of tank cars. The Secretary noted an odor still lingering in the air.
4: Like smoke. Yeah.
1: The secretary promised accountability.
4: We're going to be here day in, day out, making our railroads safer and making sure Norfolk Southern meets its responsibilities.
3: A Los Angeles judge sentences Harvey Weinstein to 16 years in prison after being convicted of rape and sexual assault against a woman who gave an emotional account of the incident. The judge rejected a request from attorney Gloria Allred to allow others to make similar impact
5: statements. Allred saying... I think it's unfair, outrageous, and not to be accepted, because the Constitution says that victims of crimes are worthy of respect and fairness and to be treated with dignity
3: the united nations marks the eve of the first anniversary of russia's invasion of ukraine by voting overwhelmingly to demand moscow withdraw the bbc's not a topic says there were 141 votes in favor of the resolution only a handful of countries
0: voted against it including belarus north korea and syria india and south africa along with russia's most powerful ally china were among those that
3: abstained a new study suggests that trendy diets, which include intermittent fasting, may have a downside. CBS's Steve Futterman. In
6: intermittent fasting, a person eats all their meals in a 6- or 8- or 10-hour period, then doesn't eat the rest of the day. The new study says in some cases that could be harmful. It shows that fasting negatively affects immune response. Researchers found that in mice, skipping breakfast caused a drop as high as 90% in critical white blood cells. This is CBS News.
1: Now there's a simple, easy, and effective way to clean your nose and protect your health. It's called Navage. Navage available at navage.com. Ten o three here on WTOP.
2: It's Thursday evening, February twenty third, twenty twenty three. Tyson's is at sixty. We're going down to the forties. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour breaking news
6: on WTOP.
2: A man is under arrest tonight for stealing an SUV and triggering an Amber Alert in Prince George's County. That is because there was a three-year-old child in the back seat of that SUV. Police say the man took the Nissan from the Royal Farms gas station on Old Marlboro Pike with three-year-old Blake Morgan sitting in the back seat. The toddler has since been reunited with his family safe and sound and the vehicle's been found and the latest development of just the past 30 minutes to, to an hour is that the man accused of triggering all this and stealing that vehicle with a kid in the back is under arrest. As soon as we find out more information about him and possible charges or pending charges, we will let you know here on WTOP. 1004, what started with a call about a suspected shoplifter near Tyson's Corner Center has turned into an investigation into the shooting death of a man. Now two Fairfax County police officers are on restricted duty after the shooting last night.
0: Fairfax County police had been called about a suspect reportedly shoplifting sunglasses from the Nordstrom store at Tyson's Corner Center Wednesday night. Police spotted the suspect leaving the store and then say he ran through the parking garage to a wooded area while they repeated commands for him to get on the ground. Fairfax County police say two officers fired their weapons, but that the man now identified as 37-year-old Timothy McCree Johnson of D.C was struck once in the chest. He died later at an area hospital. The officers are on restricted duty. There is no mention of whether Johnson was armed. Several investigations, including one on the use of force, are underway. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. A
2: Loudoun County inmate awaiting trial on a sexual assault charge is suing the county sheriff's office. He claims they forced him to take a shower in scalding hot water.
1: And a warning now, parts of this report beyond what I've said already may be disturbing to some listeners. It was on February the 4th when Richard pylan was moved out of his cell at the Loudoun County Detention Center when he refused orders to put his hands through a slot in the cell door. Pepper spray was used according to the Sheriff's Office. Once out of the cell, the Sheriff's Office says Pilon was placed in a chair and taken to a shower to be decontaminated. And that's when, according to the lawsuit, he received first and second degree burns from scalding hot water. In body camera footage, Pylon can be heard screaming during the shower. The Sheriff's Office claims an investigation found a faulty water mixing valve as the cause of the burns because it allowed the water to get hotter than the limit of 110 degrees. A pylon's lawsuit says the deputies use unnecessary excessive force and he's suing for seven million dollars. Mike Murillo, WTOP News. Read more about the lawsuit and see the body camera footage at WTOP.com.
2: We're going to stay on the topic of body camera footage. D.C. police officers wear their cameras every day recording every interaction but about half the time in the incidents that are sent to the complaints office we're told that officers are breaking the department's policies. When a complaint about a D.C.
0: officer comes in.
1: One of the very first things we do is we go into the body, wearing, camera software system. Uh, we preserve that footage from that incident.
0: In 2022, Michael Tobin with the Office of Police Complaints says in 45% of those videos reviewed, the officers didn't comply with the department's rules of wearing body cameras. But in very few cases, they forgot to turn it
1: on. The biggest uh, violation that we're seeing is, and I think really it's because it's just not being enforced in the police department, is, Officers not telling community members, hey, you're on camera, you're being recorded right now.
0: Tobin says they get about 800 complaints about police officers every year. Megan Clowardy, WTOP News.
2: Amazon founder Jeff Bezos has reportedly hired an investment firm to look at possibly buying the Washington Commanders. The Washington Post is getting that news from people familiar with the situation who don't want their names made public. Bezos is working with Allen & Company, a New York-based firm that specializes in prominent Transactions involving professional sports franchises, including the sale of the Broncos last year and the Panthers in 2018. It's not clear whether Bezos, who owns the Washington Post, will make a bid for the football team, but observers say his association with Allen & Company represents a solid sign of his interest. By now, you've probably heard or seen that the cherry blossom trees in D.C. look different They're starting to bud here. The National Park Service is making it official that the Yoshino cherry trees at the Tidal Basin have started budding, too. The little green buds are the first of six stages on the cherry tree's way to peak bloom. This is the earliest the trees have started to bud since 08. Tune back in on March 1st. We hope you'll tune in a lot between now and then, but March 1st is when the Park Service will announce the date of peak bloom, and you'll get full coverage here and at WTOP.com. Coming up here on WTOP, 5 a.m. now in Ukraine, February 24th. It was one year ago today that Russia invaded. CBS News Correspondent Charlie Daggett will be with us from Kiev with some of his thoughts about what happened way back when, a year ago, what's happening now. So stay with us on WTOP. It's 10.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69.
5: Michael and son
2: and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. And let's get over to Bob Imler in the traffic center.
6: In Virginia, some road work uh, is beginning to set up now on a couple of stretches of 66. It appears that westbound after 123, traffic is beginning to slow down there. So be alert for the work crews. Another one just after the Fairfax County Parkway and still another near the rest area in Manassas, each in the westbound direction on 66. On uh, 395 and 95, pace is pretty good. Traffic continues to run well uh, as far south as Fredericksburg. Around the Beltway, running pretty well except for one spot. That's on the Maryland side. In College Park on the Interloop, past Route 1, you get by two lanes to the right, past that work zone. And on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, traffic continues to be quite slow southbound from Powder Mill Road getting to Greenbelt Road, where you get by the work single file to the right very slowly. Now, on the northbound BW Parkway, lanes are open. 95 is without delay, as is 270. 50 out to the Bay Bridge is good to go. Route 2, Anne Arundel County. last report still closed both ways for the accident investigation between Mill Swamp Road and Brick Church Road. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. Transparency you can trust. WTOP traffic.
4: Storm Team 4's much. Jennifer.
6: It'll be clear
4: to partly cloudy tonight. A gusty wind at times as a cold front comes. Our lows mid-40s to low-50s. Behind that front on Friday, partly the mostly sunny skies. Windy and sharply colder. Our highs only upper 40s to lower 50s. Cloud cover cold on Saturday. Only a slight chance of some light rain and snow. Little or no accumulation. No travel issues. Highs upper 30s to mid-40s. Partly cloudy turning warmer on Sunday. Highs mid-50s to low 60s. A chance of late day rain on Monday. Highs in the 50s. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist, Mike Stenderford. Chantilly, 62,
2: Penn Quarter at 60, and Columbia, 57 degrees. We're headed down to the 40s in places. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. Now 10:10. 10, 10. is the 5 a.m. hour in Ukraine, February 24, 2023. It was one year ago that Russia invaded. The situation appeared bleak. Moscow expected a victory within only weeks. But the Ukrainian resistance surprised Russia and the whole world. How did the Ukrainians do it, and have they managed to stay in the fight for this long? CBS News correspondent Charlie Daggett joined WTOP's Sean and Hillary from Kiev earlier to discuss it.
7: It was extraordinary to witness because I was here, we were here when that unfolded and the very next day when they were handing out these weapons at sports centers and along intersections it was real and it really was happening and they were putting up barricades and we had civilians who were loading up molotov cocktails and yes that was not going to be enough clearly that was not going to be enough to stop one of the most powerful militaries in the world but we spoke to the defense secretary Alexei Resnikov. And I put that question to him, that the civilian soldiers wouldn't be enough. He said, it it wasn't just that. You know, we had spotters. We had people pinning when Russian tanks were coming down the street. And the soldiers that they did have They put them in the right places. There's a place, Hostomel, which is an airport, just a 25-minute drive outside of the capital. And we went there afterward. And what happened there was extraordinary. The elite Russian paratroopers were trying to establish that as an air bridge in order to take over the city itself. And they were stopped long enough for the full soldiers to go in there to an actual battalion strength to go in there and to turn the Russian forces back. And we've seen these horrific images in places like Bucha and Irpin. These are suburbs of Ukraine that were taken over for a time, but the Ukrainian forces were able to push them back. Do you remember the 40-mile convoy of death? Everybody was expecting what's going to happen there. I myself was expecting not necessarily that there was going to be A sort of massacre on the streets of Key, but it would be under siege, that it might fall within 72, 96 hours, as Western intelligence, including U.S. intelligence, was predicting. It just didn't happen. And in the time it took to get the Western-supplied weapons, the bigger weapons in there, it turned the tide against Russian forces. It's been extraordinary to witness.
0: On the front line at
3: this point, a lot of the people fighting for Russia are conscripts, the Ukrainians, to your point, are literally fighting for life and death. Where does the fighting stand now?
7: Well, we went out to the front lines east of Bakhmut and shut down. Their place is just getting pummeled, as you've seen, along Kursan, outside of Kharkiv itself. Anything within Russian artillery range is getting hit constantly and when we went to the place just northeast of bakhmut there genuinely wasn't a 30-second period where there wasn't an explosion either incoming or outgoing and i know there's been a lot of reporting and ukrainian forces have been talking about artillery that's really what they need right now mostly it's ammunition because they are burning through this ammunition far quicker than the United States or any of America's allies or Ukraine's allies can provide it. And we can't get here quickly enough. So it really is an artillery war. In some cases, we talk about trench warfare, but trench warfare, when you see it up close, is is small arms fire. It's, it's grenades. It really is a matter of a couple hundred yards either way in either direction. So we talk about the fight that has stagnated or stable front lines, that kind of suggests that nothing's going on. No, the opposite is true. They're actually fighting for every inch, and they're fighting constantly. So along those battle lines, this is a very active and dynamic fight that's going on.
2: CBS News correspondent Charlie Daggett. He was with our Sean and Hillary a little earlier from Kiev, and it is technically still the day before here, but already in the 5 a.m. hour in Ukraine, and that marks one year now since Russia invaded. We'll stay on top of it for you on WTOP. A lot happening in sports, both with the commanders and caps, and Rob has it all next.
1: Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think
8: red. 10 and 15. Here's Rob Woodfork. All right, we'll get the bad news out of the way first here, Dimitri. In a sign of the Capitals' struggles, they scored first to grab their first lead in a game since February 11th, but they would fall to the Anaheim Ducks 4-2 to and Alex Ovechkin's return. It is six straight losses now for the Caps. It is their longest losing skid. Get this. Since March 2007, my kid can drive, and I'm pretty uh, sure she just started walking around then. Right. <laughs> uh, they slide even further now out of the wild-card playoff picture. In fact, uh, in the uh, Eastern Conference now, they're uh, third worst uh, with that defeat. Now, just before the game, the Capitals announcing a trade, sending Dmitry Orlov and Garnet Hathaway to the Boston Bruins in exchange for forward Craig Smith and three draft picks. So you wonder if that kind of went uh, against the Capitals, uh, having that trade, uh, go final just uh, not even an hour before the uh, puck was dropped over at Capital One Arena. The Washington Commanders introduced Eric B. as their assistant head coach and offensive coordinator. He repeatedly said he's excited about this opportunity, but what about head coaching aspirations?
9: Being a head coach right now is not in my, in my thought process. I'm focusing on being the best coach that I can be today, okay? The rest of everything else will take care of itself starting tomorrow. I live in the moment, I got to be where my feet are. So right now, my feet are planted right here.
8: Yeah, and where your feet are, Marvin Lewis's feet were in those exact same shoes. A high-profile coach had to take a layover in Washington before becoming a head coach. Lewis told ESPN's Outside the Lines. I've said those words before, just like Eric said today in the press conference. When I left Coach Billick and and the Ravens to go to Washington to be with Coach Spurrier, it was for another opportunity. It was a great opportunity for me to learn from another head coach another first-time head coach in the National Football League, which was another thing that helped me. I was fortunate. And we'll have more on the Enemy coming up at 1045. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. It's 1017.
2: Tonight, community members in Silver Spring gathered to honor the life of a woman who died in an apartment fire last weekend. Standing in front of posters and photos of 25-year-old Melanie Diaz, her boyfriend reflected on the impact she had on other people.
7: Melanie was know She had big dreams. She came from Coconut Cleef, Florida, on full scholarship at Georgetown University.
1: At school, she always had the biggest smile. If she ever saw somebody that was left out, she would bring
2: them into the crowd. Diaz worked at the Aspen Institute and loved to spend time with her puppies, Sammy and Ella. The fire at the arrived Silver Spring apartment complex leaves 15 people wounded and more than 400 people without homes. A story you're only hearing on WTOP tonight. The principal, assistant principal, and several staff members at Hayfield Elementary in Fairfax County are placed on leave. In a statement, the school system says it's reviewing their response to a disciplinary incident between a couple of students. The county says it can't share more information due to student privacy laws. For now, into the weekend and perhaps into next week, other administrators will be leading the school. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. New information on the toxic train developments in Ohio. What does the federal report say about the crew trying to avoid that disaster? The United Nations is calling for Russia to end hostilities and withdraw from Ukraine. The Russian invasion started a year ago tomorrow. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser asked the U.S. Senate to vote no on a resolution that seeks to block changes to D.C.'s criminal code. Stay with us on WTOP. Now we're going to Bob Immler. He's in the WTOP Traffic Center.
6: In Virginia, work zone now setting up on the outer loop of the Beltway coming past the George Washington Parkway toward Georgetown Pike and the Dulles Toll Road. Two right lanes are getting by. They haven't set up on the inner loop yet, but 66 westbound after 123. Single right lane is blocked by the work zone. But then westbound after the Fairfax County Parkway getting by single file to the left past another work zone. And a third one near the Manassas rest area where you get by uh, in two lanes to the left as only the right lane is blocked in the main lanes there. Meanwhile, 95 and 395 each running pretty well. Beltway of Maryland on the interloop does have the work zone in College Park again tonight. Passing Route 1, you get by two lanes to the right. And Baltimore, Washington Parkway southbound, heavy and slow past Powder Mill Road toward Greenbelt Road where you get by single file to the right past the guardrail work. 50 out to the Bay Bridge is good to go. 95 is without delay as is 270. Introducing the Maryland Lottery's 50th anniversary Cash Bash promotion. You can win up to $5 million. Learn more at mdlottery.com slash bash. Please play responsibly. Bob Inwood, WTOP Trust. Storm Team 4's Mike Jennifer. It'll be clear to partly cloudy
4: across the region tonight. Breezy at times as a front comes through. Our lows mid-40s to low-50s. Behind the front on Friday, partly the mostly sunny skies, windy and colder. Our highs on the upper 40s to lower 50s. Cloud cover, cold on Saturday. A chance of some light rain or light snow, but the bulk of that precipitation stays well off to our south. No accumulation. Highs upper 30s to mid-40s partly cloudy and warmer on Sunday. Highs mid-50s and lower 60s. Some late day rain on Monday with highs in the 50s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Stennerford.
2: For Belvoir at 53, foggy bottom 60, silver spring 60 degrees and parts of the area could be down into the 40s tonight. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now save 50 percent on all roofing materials and labor. Still ahead on WTOP, Maryland State Police facing some controversies at the moment, and the governor has decided who he wants running that police department. Stay with us on WTOP 1021.
5: Embracing agile modernization and practice and culture are critical for federal agencies migrating to cloud. Frank Reyes, cloud solutions leader at Maximus, explains the inherent challenge in doing that in the series Forward Thinking Government, sponsored by Maximus.
1: First and foremost, do you have an empowered leader that's going to champion this? You're going to have to have individuals that can make the decisions at the right level. What is that vision of your migration into the cloud? What is your mission outcome that you're trying to drive?
5: Federal agencies are looking for new approaches to today's challenges. At Maximus, we are ready and focused on what's ahead, leading with new ideas. Ideas and emerging trends for government modernization, harnessing advanced technologies and data to drive transformation, creating a total experience for the delivery of citizen services. We are enabling innovation to enhance the efficiency of government to reimagine new possibilities for today. Learn more at Maximus.com slash federal.
2: Still ahead on WTOP, it was last year that an off-duty D.C. police officer was having some dinner at the wharf when he noticed some commotion, ended up shooting and killing a man there. Will that officer be charged with anything? We've got the story
9: ahead on WTOP. When you wake up to go to work, do you ever think about how important your job is? When you hear steam fitter as an occupation, what do you think of? The truth is, most people don't know what a steam fitter is. More importantly, what we do and how much it impacts you. And to truly understand how important of a job it is, Just take a moment to think about what your world would look like if you didn't have the ability to generate electricity, to have heating or air conditioning, microchip production, internet service, web-based storage, cellular service, medical gas systems in hospitals, lab gases for laboratories, pharmaceutical production, and frozen or refrigerated produce. Could you imagine? And these are just some of the things that we impact. The reality is that if steam fitters didn't install, retrofit, Service and maintain all the various systems that we are assigned to take care of, society would look completely different. Please visit steamfitters-602.org and let's talk about how we can bring value to you. This is WTOP News.
2: 1023: A Loudoun County judge will not move Loudoun County Public Schools spokesman Wade Byard's perjury trial to another county. That comes from the Washington Post tonight. Bayard was indicted for perjury by a special grand jury looking into the school system's handling of two sexual assaults by the same high school student. He argued that Virginia's governor and attorney general tainted the jury pool by repeatedly describing county residents as victims of what they call a cover-up of the Loudoun County school system and Bayard. Prosecutors argue the defense hasn't shown any evidence that Bayard won't be able to get a fair trial or that the average person is even following this case. An off-duty D.C. police officer who shot and killed a man at the wharf last summer will not
1: be charged. As we hear from WTOP's Mike Murillo. The U.S. Attorney's Office for D.C. says the decision comes after an independent review of the deadly police shooting in July of last year. On the night of the 16th, D.C. Police Commander Jason Bagshaw was having dinner with his wife, a police investigator at the wharf, when they saw people crouching for cover. They headed toward the commotion and found Lazarus Wilson of Dumfries attempting to rob someone. According to prosecutors, Bagshaw pulled out his service weapon and told Wilson MPD dropped the gun. When Wilson didn't drop his gun, Bagshaw opened fire, hitting Wilson in the cheek. Wilson died later at the hospital. Mike Marillo, WTOP News.
2: Maryland's Governor Westmore announces his pick to lead
1: Maryland State Police.
0: Governor Westmore has chosen a veteran of Maryland State Police to become the next superintendent. Lieutenant Colonel Roland Butler would be the first African-American to lead the agency.
8: Lieutenant Colonel Butler brings nearly 30 years of experience in state policing.
0: At a news conference in Annapolis, Butler was asked about the issues within the department. Allegations that troopers are pressured to write tickets as part of a quota system, along with a federal investigation into hiring practices.
4: I intend to meet all these issues head on. Meet every one of these issues head on. Good, bad, or indifferent. We can become better better. But we need to find out what's at the heart of the matter.
0: Butler faces a Senate confirmation vote. Kate Ryan, WTOP News.
1: Money 20 News, 25 and 55 with Brennan Hazelton. A much better day on Wall Street with the Dow closing up 109 points. NASDAQ gained 83. SP up 21. Some good news if you plan to get an FHA home loan. The White House says the annual mortgage insurance premiums on those loans are being lowered, which could save home buyers an average of eight hundred dollars a year. And a new urgent care clinic is coming to Roslyn. Arl Now reports All Care is opening the clinic on Wilson Boulevard. It will be the company's third in Arlington. Brennan Hazelton, WTOP News. Most
2: Asian markets are lower so far. Hong Kong down one and a half percent, but Tokyo stocks are up. About 1% right now. Ahead here on WTOP, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg visiting East Palestine, Ohio, to see what's left of the train that derailed carrying those toxic chemicals. Stay with us for the latest right here on WTOP, as well as what China is saying in just the past hour about the war in Ukraine, the Russian invasion, now one year old.
0: February is Heart Month, and Adventist Healthcare and WTOP want to help you put your heart health first. One in four deaths in the U.S. is caused by heart disease. It's never too early to start taking care of your heart. Take Adventist Healthcare's fast and free online quiz to learn your risk for heart disease, and you'll be entered to win dinner and a movie. Give your heart the Hollywood treatment. Learn more at AdventistHealthcare.com slash love your heart. That's AdventistHealthcare.com slash love your heart. I was ashamed to smile. My missing and decaying teeth affected my relationships, my career, my
5: self-esteem.